and welcome to episode 88 of Force Time. My name is Travis, and today is an extra special episode of the pod because it's a full-on celebration of Dr. Afra 2020 as it closes its incredible run. Like many of you know, Dr. Afra has not only been my favorite Star Wars comic over the last several years, but my favorite Star Wars anything. My conversations with the author of Dr. Afra, Alyssa Wong, on the pod have been some of my absolute favorites, and I'm just a huge admirer of their work, process, and just the fact that they are an incredible human being all the way around. I decided to pick up Dr. Afra 2020 number one on its release day and really never looked back. I was hooked from the beginning and followed every single month. Afra is one of the most fascinating characters, and the new cast of characters that Alyssa introduced were some of the best between Just Lucky, Ariel, Kofan Ferris, all of them, everybody. I know I just missed 10 of them, but they're just all so good. They're all really just the perfect compliments to play off of our favorite rogue archaeologist. Not only the new characters, but some of the returning characters too, like Sana Staros, Magna Tolvin. I mean, it was just so great. We really saw everything through this run. Mystic artifacts, a goth tech cult, a star weird, horror, comedy, romance. It really had it all. All of it seamlessly written from issue to issue. All great comics leave you wanting more, and Afro 2020 did not miss at all. It was really like a perfect album with no skips. Biggest shout out to every single artist involved in this series from beginning to end. You really showed us some of the most iconic moments in Star Wars and gave us some of the most beautiful panels, pages, and covers. Alyssa, thank you for telling this story, giving us these characters, and pouring your heart and soul into every single line and every single issue. I think what's most important, though, is the community that you have built. It's one of the most inclusive and welcoming spaces in all of Star Wars, and I'm so grateful to have met some friends through it. I'm grateful for you to opening Star Wars up to new people, to more people, a a bigger community than what was previously there. And I'm just really thankful for everything that you've done with this run for not only entertaining me every single month, but for giving us these stories that are just so bizarre and, and deep and human and and it makes you pull for Dr. Afra, even though you know you probably shouldn't. And we we love her. No matter what happens with her, we're always pulling for Dr. Afra to somehow turn the corner. And we see glimpses. And it's just, it's been an incredible run. And what you did with Dr. Afra coming from such an awesome place that she was already in with Karen Gillan and Cy Spurrier and really taking her to the next level with this new cast of characters and all these different arcs, these incredible adventures that she's been taking on has been so special to witness and get to read and be a part of from the beginning. So I just feel really, really grateful to you, to all the artists, to everyone, editors, everybody who helped put this book together. So for the rest of the episode, I have a few friends who wanted to say their thanks as well. And we're gonna start with Bryn Patton, on Instagram, Dr. Underscore Brand. Hey Alyssa, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep this brief. I just want to be able to express how genuinely special this experience has been. Dr. Afra as a comic, as a story, has it's so much more than just another entry into the vast Star Wars catalog. It's it's been a lifeline for so many of us. The actual story itself, impeccable, incredible, in my opinion, one of the best examples of storytelling within modern Star Wars, and I say that as someone who has been a fan since I was like four or five years old, but 
it has consequently created this community of the most passionate, inclusive fans I am so proud to be a part of. Finding a piece of fiction that nails the storytelling, but also has this super authentic, just effortless queer representation is such a game changer for me, but also for like so many other queer Star Wars fans. It's been amazing just talking to other people who are fans of the series. I think the biggest point I wanted to make besides thank you for the friends I've made because of you is thank you for just knowing how to write real characters. You took these incredible characters that already existed, you know, from the previous run, and it, it felt like they had a whole new life to them. It, it was amazing seeing the way that you expanded their stories, delved into their specific complexities, made them flourish. It was, it was such a joy to be able to witness. You've not just continued their journey, but you've amplified their deaths in ways that have left such a lasting impact on the Star Wars universe and on all of us as readers. And that is not even mentioning the new crew. It is a rare gift to find a comic where every single side character feels like they could have their own spin-off series. I never in my life, as a huge comic fan, have read a story with this massive ensemble of characters where I am obsessed and in love with every single one of them. I really hope this is not the end for them and for you uh, as an author. That sounds dream. I, I wish we could just keep getting Dr. Aphra stories from you forever. I would sell my soul to the devil if if I could make that come true. But thank you so much. I am so grateful for the four years that we got. Thank you for the memories. Thank you for the friends that I have made. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Love you, bye. Hi, this is Lev here to say a few words of gratitude for the current Aphra run now that it's ending. Well, it's hard to put into words how much this comic means to me. It was the first Star Wars comic that I read that got me invested enough to both read it issue per issue every month and to have me seek out an online community for it. And I'm forever grateful for that since I've met so many amazing people through it. And it got me into art again in a way that I hadn't been since I was a kid. Just scribbling whatever hyperfixation I was into at the time in my books. I think anyone would agree that what Alyssa has done with this comic is nothing short of special in representation but also just in telling a wonderful story over these 40 issues these characters the new ones introduced and the ones that they pulled from the first volume of Afra all mean so much to me um, if you know me you know specifically just lucky is one to call out here, but I also remember when I first read the issue where Lopin gets referred to as they them for the first time, and it just baffled me. I don't think I th that was the first time that I 
saw a character that I felt so truly represented by and I didn't know what I was missing before I read that. There is such an effortless way that Alyssa writes queerness that I don't think I've ever seen before and it has raised the bar for representation for me in such a significant way. Um, so I'm very excited to follow these characters wherever they may go, to follow Alyssa's writing, very looking forward to Escape from Velo, loved Spirit World as well, and just thank you for these 40 amazing issues. I'm sure that 40 will be just as incredible and satisfying as the 39 issues that came before it. And I feel grateful to have been here to read them, to read most of them as they came out. Thank you. Hi, Alyssa. It's Mira, a.k.a. Myumikan here. Also, thank you, Travis, for inviting me to this opportunity to express my gratitude to Alyssa and all the creatives for this Afro run. Um, first things first, thank you for introducing so many new, incredible, diverse characters. I mean, you know how much they mean to everyone, and you kind of gave us a place that feels extra like home and family in the Star Wars universe. And without this Afro run, I probably wouldn't have met so many new people, even in real life at Star Wars Celebration in London. And I wouldn't have stumbled over this great online community that I can have the best discussions with. I mean, you created a story that leads to so many interesting topics like the ever recurring how or if Afra's morals are changing or not. And finally, personally, it also gave me so much inspiration and hyperfixation that made me draw more again. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hi everyone, this is John, Star Wars Pata 101 on Instagram and threads. Some of you may know me from my exploits with promoting Ahsoka Tano and the High Republic, but perhaps unbeknownst to most is that I absolutely love Dr. Afra's stories and obviously her character. So when I was asked by the fine folks over at Force Time Pod to do a guest spot on their podcast to talk about this character, I couldn't have been more excited. How exactly did I get into Dr. Afra? I've always tangentially known about this character. I've either, I've either seen her action figure or seen the various Star Wars comics, so she wasn't a complete stranger. But my first foray into committing to this character was reading the script audio drama adaptation by Sarah Kuhn. After reading through that book, I was hooked. By this time, however, there were already several comic books that have already been released, 
So I started looking for trade paperbacks to start all the way from the beginning. But authors that brought Afra to life include Kieran Gillen, Simon Spurrier, and of course, the reason why we're celebrating Afra to begin with is Alyssa Wong. One thing I would like to note about Afra's features is that her character design depicts her as an Asian character. Not that Asia exists in Star Wars, of course. All the more reason, though, that Alyssa Wong was the perfect companion to carry the baton for telling more Afra stories. So why do I love Dr. Afra so much? Again, as an Ahsoka Tano fan, first and foremost, they have nothing in common. Ahsoka's action serves the well-being of others, sacrificing herself, while Afra only serves one person, Dr. Afra. So why the love? It's all about this complex dance of, again, self-preservation, but realizing preserving yourself actually can't be done alone. You need the help of others to protect you, to care for you, to love you. That eternal struggle of I'm looking out for me versus I actually can't do this alone is what is so gut-wrenching to see. I can completely empathize. The universe did her wrong. She doesn't owe the universe anything. But to find that peace she's been longing for, it only works with the connections you've built along the way. So issue after issue, paperback after paperback, throughout the high-flying adventures across the Star Wars galaxy, I'm on pins and needles waiting for the moment where Afra finally realizes she's got to open up herself to finally be at peace and survive the rest of her days. As I've amassed all the early trade paperbacks of Afra's comic book runs, I've caught up enough to where I own all the single issue releases from Alyssa Wong's series. Like I mentioned before, so glad Lucasfilm Disney brought in an, an Asian American author to take over the series. Representation matters. In Wong's hands, Dr. Afra's adventures continue to be high-flying, swashbuckling, and full of high stakes, which is obviously a key element to Star Wars in a space drama, after all. But to me, personally, I absolutely love, and I mean love, that Alyssa Wong continues to bring in elements of her love life, her relationships, weaving them in and out of all of the adventures. It's this balance between the themes that make Alyssa Wong's take on Afra so enjoyable and satisfying. So shout out to this wonderful author, who also, by the way, is making the jump into the High Republic later in January 2024. So Dr. Afra's story, at least in the foreseeable future, comes to an end. With mixed emotions, I look forward to issue number 40 due to release here in a bit. Fearing, though, that the last page of the comic book may be the last I turn for this magnificently complex character. So thank you, Alyssa Wong and Lucasfilm, for sharing your stories with the world. This is John from Star Wars Pedro 101. Thank you. Hi, Alyssa. 
Uh, seeing as my Twitter username is literally just Lucky Stan, I think it's pretty fair to say that these characters that you've written for, uh, some of whom you've created, have had quite the impact on me. Everything you write is so exciting and intriguing, and it always feels so new to Star Wars, yet so quintessentially Star Wars at the same time. My love for these characters has also brought some amazing people into my life because of our shared love for these characters. And it feels really cliche to say, but it still feels so novel to have characters like Ko and Lapin and Lucky and Ariel in Star Wars. And I can't help to think of little 10-year-old me just hoping to one day see so much of myself represented in these characters in this franchise that I love. Thank you so much for all of the heart that you poured into Dr. Afra, and I can't wait to see all that comes next, uh, both in Star Wars and beyond. Alyssa, hi. This is Magna. I'm sorry that we haven't had the chance to meet yet, or I would have told you this in person, and I've tweeted things along similar lines, but I am forever grateful that you not only reintroduced Magna slash me into your Afra run, but that you did it in a way that felt exactly right. In the Gillen Spurrier 2016 run, we see Magna struggle with her role in the Empire because she tries to succeed through merit and hard work without quite realizing there are systemic forces in place which work against the individual. When she defects the Alliance, the final straw that causes this break in ideological shift, it happens off screen. Lip service is paid to quote-unquote hope but that so often feels like the default answer in Star Wars, and a catch-all reason for Imperials to defect, and for characters to soldier on. But in Magna's reintroduction in your run, we finally hear her point of view, in her own words, regarding the necessity of tearing down an oppressive system in order to build a better one, for the good of all, in its place. This so closely mirrored my own in-real-life radicalization as a leftist that I shed a tear. Like Magna, I always believed certain things were true deep down and that certain systemic things were wrong, but I didn't have the vocabulary to describe how or why, let alone act upon these beliefs, until I made this realization. So I thank you for making that point so well on the page, and in a way that felt so personal to me. Thank you for giving genuine closure to Magna's arc of rebirth as a rebel slash revolutionary. It was a small scene in the greater narrative, but I think it speaks to a larger throughline in your Afro run in general. With the voice you developed and honed in the 2020 series, the cast, and in particular Afra herself, became much more real. People relate to characters not only when we see aspects of ourselves in them, but also and more so, of course, when it all rings true. And you brought a new authenticity to Afra. So thank you for a great run, continued success, and best of luck with what comes next. I know you won't get sloppy.